It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Hello everyone, this is Marcus Robertson with Becker's Healthcare. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I'm thrilled to be joined today by Christina Holloway, Administrator of Advanced Ambulatory Surgical Centers. Uh, Christina, thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you, Marcus. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, now, you've actually spoken with Becker's uh, you know, a couple times before, but for listeners not already familiar, could you tell us just a little bit about your background? Sure. Uh, I'm a registered nurse by trade. I started my clinical uh, components in ER and trauma and then casually went into leadership and executive leadership over surgical services over many, many, many years being a nurse. <laughs> so now I work with our corporate division and uh, do clinical compliance for all of our surgery centers. Okay, so uh, ER and trauma, very high pressure environment and now clinical compliance, um, different kind of pressure I'm assuming. Oh my goodness, you have no idea, but I actually, I think you do have a really good idea. <laughs> yes, it's funny how they relate because you're going into a trauma situation, you have a million things going on uh, that are very specific to making sure that the outcomes are favorable. Same thing on a clinical compliance level, it's just a lot more paperwork, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, is well... I was going to ask which one you prefer. That seems like maybe a morbid question. Uh, so <laughs> we'll skip over that. You know, I I truly prefer this. I think I have more impact uh, on a, a larger level being in this position versus doing uh, bedside care. But I absolutely love bedside care. I still, if there's ever an opportunity when I'm in our centers to be able to support them, I Patient care is always, you know, with someone who's in healthcare or even in the business aspect of it, the healthcare, the component on the patient level is the, the reason why we do what we do. So it's nice to be able to still have that uh, compatibility to be able to, to help people at the front line mm. while still doing things to support them in the back end. Yeah, yeah. Being able to see the fruits of your labor sort of right in front of you um, sounds like a very, very, uh, you know, sort of rewarding setup. Um, yeah, and truly, when you are working with the frontline staff, you have a better understanding on how to realign your strategies as a business. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and and actually, uh, on that, you know, as far as your um, role in clinical compliance with advanced ambulatory surgical centers, uh, what are the you know big headwinds that you're looking at for the rest of the year? I love that question. Uh, we are actually trying to align some different opportunities with AI and IT components to better support our centers. What I've seen over the last several years in this capacity, there's a lot of inefficiencies when we're trying to establish a the best support for our staff as well as the best outcomes for our patients. And so we're looking at workflows that will give us more opportunity to devote time for healthcare uh, staff and uh, executives at the bedside by utilizing some more technology-based systems. 
can you tell us uh, anything about what kind of uh, those technology-based systems? Uh, looking at more efficient EMRs that are strategically geared towards ASCs, uh, I think that there's an amazing opportunities with the larger ones that work on all levels, and, and that's wonderful. But ASCs are such a different breed of healthcare systems. And so we're looking at opportunities there. Uh, one of the biggest things that we are trying to uh, manage in reference to that type of technology is staffing. We, it, it takes an infinite number of hours every week with multiple people to try to manage staffing. And if there's ways of incorporating a computer that can do it very quickly, that would free up a lot more time for our administrators and nurse leaders and, and even our non-clinical staff to be able to do more for our patients as opposed to trying to figure out the logistics of the day. Yeah, that's, um, you know, the, the staff uh, uh, burden of all of these, you know, administrative processes um, seems like you know, it is very much playing into uh, generally staff shortages and maybe something that can be, yeah, addressed by some of these things you're talking about, AI, um, more more focused EHRs. Um, so how, how do you think uh, specifically spine and orthopedics are going to be progressing in the next two to three years as the, um, you know, progression of technology that alleviates administrative burdens going to be a big player in there, or are you looking at other factors? I'm hoping so. Our centers are uh, ortho and spine specialty specific for the most part. And I think with the ebbs and flows of patient-centered care, we're going to see a lot more boutique type outpatient markets for ortho and spine specialties. And doing that, uh, you know, we appreciate Becker's. They tend to, to highlight trends specific to these elements that incorporate the business components in healthcare. So I think when you're looking at this big picture, healthcare people tend to steer clear of financial discussions because you're, the perception uh, professionally is that you are missing the, the main reason why we do what we do. And when you disassociate the business from the personal aspect of, of taking care of patients, then you're losing overall because if you cannot afford to stay open and afford to pay your staff and all the things that go along with it, then there's no one to be able to take care of the patients. So I think that there's a going to be a higher focus on the cost and reimbursement methods uh, with uh, healthcare and all of the different things that are coming and obviously things that we're going to be seeing at your up upcoming conferences as well. And it, it's really going to require an intentional learning for healthcare healthcare employees and healthcare administrations to maintain that need for uh, additional resources um, to make sure that, that the ASCs stay viable in this field. So you got to acknowledge the financial realities, even if it's really uncomfortable talking about money in relation to, you know, healthcare patient care. Correct. Absolutely. Where are you seeing uh, the best opportunities for growth right now? I think when we're talking about the last two topics, incorporating both of the AI IT components and the patient-centered experience, that's where we're going to see the most manageable return of our investments. I think that improving efficiency on the manager, director, administrative level is going to allow for better time management. That can absolutely directly relate back to more time in the patient experience, which also leads to a, a higher employee satisfaction. 
And, you know, anybody who is in healthcare generally, like you already said, wants to help people. So freeing up more time, you know, devote the patient experience seems like a win, you know, a win for everybody. Exactly. And that's why we do what we do. Well, Christina, I appreciate you being so generous with your time here. Is there, there any uh, final parting thoughts you have for our listeners? It is totally my pleasure. Thank you very much. And I'm available if there's any questions. I'm going to be at your upcoming conference, and I'm really looking forward to seeing everyone and meeting and networking so that we can discuss this further. Hey, me too. Uh, ASC conference is one of my favorite events we put on every year. Uh, very lively crowd. Uh, the ASC crowd. Oh, I like it. Uh, well, Christina, yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here today. Uh, really, really great conversation. And for our audience, you can, of course, tune into more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page at beckershospitalreview.com. Thank you, Marcus.